you're listening to Take Time to Believe, episode number 20, Your Ability to Trust. You've been taught your whole life that the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. So why don't you feel that way? With voices inside your head telling you you need to do more, you should be better, and despite your best efforts, you keep falling short. I'm your host, Alicia Hall. I'm a certified life coach through the Life Coach School and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I can help you finally tune into that love and worthiness that you desire and deserve, even when life experiences make it seem impossible. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year 2024. I really love the start of a new year. It is an opportunity for new beginnings, for hope and new opportunities in creating something better for yourself, creating a better life, which comes from creating better beliefs about yourself or at least more loving beliefs about yourself. (laughs) I hope that throughout this year, you can put into the practice of becoming more aware of the way that you see yourself or your life, the way that you talk to yourself, because this awareness is what enables change. And when you become aware of where you're struggling, then you can decide and make more intentional decisions to change it. And I hope that you'll stay with me throughout the years. I teach you how to create that awareness and how you can create change that you can actually believe and live into. So happy new year. I'm so excited to be back with you. I have not had a podcast episode since last November. I'm sorry for the absence, but I am here now and I'm ready to jump in. There's been so much that I have learned and had my own personal growth um, through my absence. And I'm just so excited to share with you some of the things that, that I have grown to learn for myself. As I've started this podcast, I just felt the impression to focus on trust on your ability to trust yourself, because so often, especially in the world, we put a lot of emphasis on your ability to trust other people based on what they do or say, or the actions that they take. And so often that leads to lack of trust within yourself, depending on how somebody else shows up or what they do or how they choose to show up in your life often leads to you're lacking trust within yourself. You're putting a lot of blame and shame and not trusting yourself and your abilities, and that's keeping you stuck. So I hope this podcast episode can help you to see where maybe you might be falling or not falling stuck, but where you might be staying stuck and withholding yourself from the ability to live your life, to live the life that you want to live this year and going forward. And so let's start with your ability to trust in yourself. Now, trust is not a feeling as most people think it might be. It's not something that you feel. You don't feel trust. It's uh, not something that is taken away. Trust is not lost or broken or something that is earned. Okay. Trust is simply a thought and all thoughts are optional. 
It's a thought that you decide to choose. You can choose not to trust another person, but notice if you are punishing yourself or blaming them for your inability to trust them, or if it's coming from deciding what you are or aren't okay with, but you still hold trust within yourself. So I hope that you'll be able to make this um, discernment that if you're choosing not to trust a person, it's not coming from your inability to trust you and that you can make that decision for yourself going forward instead of putting so much emphasis and blame on, on them and their actions of needing to earn your trust. Hopefully this will make more sense as I continue going forward. So why is trust so difficult sometimes? If it's just a thought, why does it feel so difficult? Because when trust is quote unquote lost or broken, or somebody broke their word, they did the opposite of what they said or committed to do. It's because you're placing your ability to trust on another's words or behaviors and then punishing yourself for it. That's what makes trust difficult. You're sort of living in a black and white give and take mentality when that's not how life is. You might have words or thoughts of they shouldn't have done or said this because they did or said this, then they can't be trusted. Notice the rule of acceptance here. I talked about rules of acceptance in a previous podcast, but rules of acceptance is basically when somebody does or says something that you have a rule about of whether or not you believe it's acceptable and based on whether or not you believe it's acceptable. And then you make it mean something, which then creates usually negative emotions within you. Okay. So take a look at, to see if this is a rule that you have within yourself. When someone does or says something opposite of what you expect them to say or do, do you make it mean that they can't be trusted? This is not to say that you should trust someone who does the opposite of what they said they would do, especially when somebody breaks um, a commitment, especially in a relationship doesn't mean that you have to trust them. I just want to bring to your awareness how much you might be internally suffering or punishing yourself because of believing this, because believing that someone else can't be trusted will lead you to inevitably stop trusting yourself when you are around them. So let me explain how this works. I'm going to use the example of the model. And if you're not familiar with the model, then go listen to episode number one. And I'll tell you all about it. Basically you have your circumstance and let's say for this example, your circumstance is a friend didn't show up when they said they would. Now that's not a very specific circumstance, but I'll go through this in just a moment. Okay. You are going to have the thought that they didn't show up when they said they would. And this circumstance of your friend not showing up can lead you to think more thoughts of they can't be trusted. I can't trust them. I can't trust them to be here. They said they would be here and they didn't. I can't trust them. Now, anytime that you tell yourself and choosing the thought, I can't trust them. Of course, you're going to feel some disconnect. You're going to feel distant. Okay. And when you are feeling distant, your actions around them are going to be distant. Okay. When you feel distant and you think that they can't be trusted, your actions will look like being hesitant 
or limited on the information that you share with them. You might withdraw from them or ignore, give them the silent treatment. You might find fault or reasons why you shouldn't trust them. You might spiral into more reasons why you shouldn't trust them or times that this has happened before. Also trying to justify your reasons for your actions of acting cold, giving short answers, not making eye contact with them. Maybe you cancel your plans altogether, or maybe you ignore their texts and phone calls. You're not putting an effort into the relationship and you're not being yourself around them. You're being guarded. All of these actions lead to the result in you showing up as not being someone you or they can trust. When you show up this way, you might feel some shame in the way that you're showing up and you might start blaming how you should have known better than to trust them or thoughts like I was so stupid to believe in them. Or maybe you might go to a space of, I will never trust them again, or how can I ever trust anyone else again? And then this thought often comes up whenever um, somebody has broken, broken a trust, so to speak, in a relationship where you were cheated on or um, mistreated in some way. But this punishing yourself leads to distrust in your relationship. The reason why I say you're punishing yourself is because you're preventing yourself from moving forward. You're telling yourself, I can't trust another person again. So then you're going to prevent yourself from moving into relationships where you can trust somebody. You're going to withdraw from the world. You're going to pretty much live in isolation if you can't trust other people, right? And leaving yourself stuck in the space of everybody else needs to prove that I can trust them in order for me to live my life the way I want to. So you are punishing yourself, which leads to distrust in your relationship with yourself or your ability to make decisions and to take care of you. And you're also giving all of your power, your agency to choose to trust to the other people in your life for their actions. You're allowing them to decide based on their actions, whether or not you should trust you. And this often leads you to be the person who is stuck in shame and blame and misery. And also the only person who's left in suffering like this is you because they're not having this dialogue. They're able to move forward because they trust themselves and they're not in that mindset or understanding where you're at because you've withdrawn from them but your withdrawing isn't because of them. It's because of what you're choosing to believe about you. So we'll come back to this in just a moment. How to gain trust back within yourself starts with telling yourself the truth. Now, truth is never judgmental or bullying or putting yourself down. The truth that I'm talking about is looking at the facts. The facts are without story or without opinion. Okay. So let's look at the example of the friend. The fact of the matter is I expected my friend to be here at 10 AM. My friend showed up at 11 AM. Notice how factual that is. There's no story or meaning behind it. Okay. And then we're going to move into identifying the emotions that you felt. I feel the emotions of frustration, anger, and disappointment. Now you're going to own 
and the reason you felt this way. I made their not showing up or their showing up late mean that they don't care. When I think this way, I feel distant. So once we get that all cleared out, here's the fact of the situation. Let's share more specific facts. And that's going to look like I'm a human. My friend is a human. Humans sometimes don't show up on time or humans sometimes forget. And now we're going to own ourselves. I sometimes run late too. I don't usually intend to run late and generally have a good reason for doing so. I bet my friend has a good reason for being late. I usually mean well, my friend means well too. They're showing up late has nothing to do with me. It isn't about me. So I led you through identifying the facts of what you do know and how you feel and identifying the humanness in both people. This offers the benefit of the doubt for both of you and leading you to a different story that could also be true. It's easier to do this when you first are willing to identify the facts and own how you're feeling in the moment. So I did or said this, they did or said that I feel these emotions. We are human and spiritual beings. I like to put that in because humans are flawed, right? But our spiritual beings mean well, it comes from the heart. I'm doing the best with the knowledge and understanding that I have. Okay, that is your spiritual side connected with your humanness. And then allowing yourself to see what else could be true here. When you separate the facts, it allows you to see that everything else is an optional story that will either leave you in negativity or move you into taking action of this happened. Now I get to decide who I want to be in this moment and what I'm willing to allow going forward. This is where boundaries come in handy. When you set boundaries for yourself, you know, you can trust yourself. This is so key and so important, especially in relationships that have been toxic or abusive, or there's been betrayal involved. So when I say boundaries, I'm not talking about enforcing or manipulating other people to do what you want them to do so that you can feel better. A boundary is what you are willing to do for you based on what you are willing or not willing to allow in your life. So if someone does or says something that you aren't okay with, you are going to decide how you will respond. And the other important thing about boundaries is they always come from love. They come from love for you and for the other person. Here's an example. If you're not okay with being yelled at by someone, but someone is yelling at you, you get to decide how you will respond. You can either interrupt and make a request for them to stop yelling at you and inform them that you will need to walk away if they keep yelling at you. Another way to go about this is to let them know that you're not okay with being spoken to in this way, and that if they continue, then you'll need to walk away, but that you're willing to talk with them when they are settled down or they're more calm. 
Those are two options. If you feel like those options aren't available to you, somebody is really upset and hung up in their emotions, you can just walk away from them. You have that ability and that agency. You get to decide what boundary you want to set for you. But notice it still allows the other person, their agency to be and to do what they want. And you have your agency to have your back in what you're willing to allow for you. It comes from a place of love because letting others be themselves is actually very loving. And as you follow through with your own boundaries, you continue to increase the trust that you have with yourself, knowing that you've got your back and you're here for you. You don't need to worry about whether you can trust others when you first trust yourself. You don't need to give others your agency or power to decide when you can and can't trust yourself. So like, let's take a look at the example that I gave you about the friend. If you already trusted yourself in this situation, that's going to look like having a backup plan for if something prevents your friend from showing up when you need them to. Let's say it's something of grave importance and you really need someone to be there for you. To trust yourself is to not just put all your trust in your friend saying they'll be there. It's to trust that you are going to have your back. That even if they can't come, you have a backup plan for somebody who can be there because it's that important to you. You are having your back without making it mean anything negative about you or them if things don't go as you planned or expect them to work out. Or if you don't create a backup plan, then trusting yourself would lead you to take action to get the help that you need in that moment. Maybe you're calling around looking for someone who is available. Trusting yourself leads you to seek to understand the other person without making their action mean something negative about you. You can ask your friend, hey, I was counting on you today. What happened? Seeking to understand without placing blame or fault. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt and developing more understanding of your friend's dependability to certain things. And you know whether or not to ask them to be there for you in the moments that are of higher importance to you. This still doesn't need to mean anything negative about them or you. Anytime you think a negative thought about them or you, you will show up negatively. You might try to pretend, but your true feelings about it will give you away. And your true feelings always come from what you are thinking. So in essence, you're always showing up in your life based on what you are believing. When you choose to trust yourself, knowing that you will make mistakes and have moments when you aren't your best self, you will find it easier to continue to trust yourself when others fall short, when they're not their best selves or they make a mistake too. So let's talk about that black and white give and take aspect. Some of you might live by the idea that if you do something for someone, then you expect that they should do the same for you in return. That's fine, but notice how this can lead you to disappointment because you're forgetting one thing. Every single person has agency, which means just because you're okay with doing something for someone else doesn't mean that they will be, or that they have to be okay with doing that for you too. Or maybe they are okay with it, 
but life happens and something gets in the way of them following through because they choose to prioritize something else higher than what you prioritize. But this doesn't have to mean that they are wrong or that you are wrong. It just means each of you have different views of what's most important. And I can guarantee their choice says nothing about how they feel about you as their actions are always rooted from what they're believing and feeling within themselves. You get to do and be the person you want to. You get to choose how you want to show up for others, but make sure you're not doing something because you expect something in return or because you're looking for validation of their relationship with you. Doing so will always leave you disappointed and stuck in suffering. It's not because they don't really care about you, but what you're really doing is placing your ability to trust or feel love on what they do or don't do. You don't need to punish yourself this way. If someone in your life breaks their word, you get to decide if you're willing to work through it and gain some understanding of what's going on for them that led them to this. Or you get to decide if you want to continue with the relationship with them, but make a decision for you, not because of them. Taking ownership of what you're choosing enables trust within yourself. It helps you understand yourself better. If you're caught up in so many emotions about what someone else did or said, then that's not the best time to take action because your judgment will be off. You'll be out of alignment with your true self and will inevitably go to blaming them for everything and questioning your own ability to trust. Trust is not earned. It's a decision you make based on the knowledge or information you have. You can develop trust as you put it into practice. So imagine for a moment that you are hiking through the woods and you come across a cliff and you notice a rope bridge that leads you to the next cliff over so that you can continue on your path. You're in a moment where you get to decide if you will trust the bridge to be sturdy enough to allow you to cross safely or you can decide to turn around. Let's say that you decide to take the bridge. Before you take that first step, that bridge doesn't do anything to earn your trust. You decide to trust that it will be safe for you to cross. As you step forward, you establish the trust you already have in that bridge as it holds you. And every step forward, you continue to increase that trust in confirming your choice, confirming your thought and belief of, I can trust this. However, if the bridge breaks, you wouldn't say that the bridge broke my trust. You choose not to trust the bridge or the part that broke because information told you it wouldn't be safe for you to trust it. Your perspective would change, but you wouldn't just sit there complaining, attacking, or blaming it for being something you couldn't trust. You wouldn't go into shame on how you never should have trusted it in the first place and harboring negative feelings towards it or yourself. You would reevaluate the situation and either decide another way to cross or make repairs so that you can continue. This is what it looks like to trust in yourself, regardless of what is happening around you. Instead of allowing the broken bridge to decide whether you can trust your ability to make good decisions, you are deciding to take action because you trust in your ability to press forward in getting you to your destination 
based on the information you have. So why is self-trust so important? Because trust enables confidence, certainty, faith, and the ability to believe in yourself, which is crucial after an abusive or toxic relationship where your ability to trust has maybe seemed lost. Giving yourself ownership of your ability to trust, especially yourself, will help you live your life with greater confidence instead of staying stuck in fear and uncertainty or blaming others for the way you're experiencing your life. Here's a perspective I want to offer to you. God already trusts you because he trusts himself. Regardless of what you may or may not do throughout your life, he trusts in his ability to handle it, to show up for you, to help you see through it without making it mean that he's doing something wrong. He sent you here knowing you are going to mess things up. You're going to make mistakes and falter. And he still sent you here trusting in your ability to overcome all of it when you choose to trust him too. Your willingness to trust him increases your ability to receive greater insight and knowledge. He might limit what he shares with you based on your willingness to trust him, but that's because his relationship with you matters that much to him. And when I say that much, I mean so much. He knows in those moments when you don't choose to trust him, that you will not be able to believe him no matter what he tells you, but he waits for you to decide to trust him. And then he gives you a little bit at a time to help grow and develop that trust. He meets you where you are so that trust can be formed. You can be completely open and honest with him about everything, knowing that he already knows and sees everything and still chooses to love you. You don't have to earn his trust. He already believes in you and chooses to trust you in your ability to overcome all things. Doing this with yourself is also how you would develop trust within yourself. Meeting yourself where you are without the judgment that you should be better, that you should know better, that you should be different than what you are, or that you have messed it all up, or that you can't be trusted but seeing the truth of what really is this happened and it doesn't mean anything about me this happened and it doesn't mean my value or worth has changed this happened and i'm still lovable and i can trust that i know exactly what to do believing this allows you to tap into the knowledge you already have but denying your ability blocks you from that knowledge If there's something that you're unsure about or feeling confused about, then trust this means that you're not ready to make a decision. As you continue with what you do know now, then more information will unfold and you will know the decision that aligns with the person you want to be. It's okay to put decisions on hold while you wait for further information, but that doesn't mean to place yourself on hold. Continue to act on what you know and feel good about as this will establish your ability to trust yourself and will lead you to make decisions at the best of your ability. Remember, trust comes from believing in your ability to have your back, to be here for you, to honor who you are and who you want to be, regardless of what's happening around you. And because God knows the truth of who you are and he trusts you, you can learn to trust you too. Trusting that when you do all things with him, you can never go wrong. 
He allows all things to work out for your good because he believes you are always enough. If you like what you heard today, I invite you to join my coaching program, Always Enough, where I will help you take a look at the beliefs that are holding you back in your life, preventing you from feeling that peace, confidence, and joy that you desire. Just go to my website, aliciahallcoaching.com and sign up for a free mini coaching session today.